0: My flaming Phoenix penis. <laughs> and welcome to Game On, a show about video games and nerd culture from a queer perspective. My name is Mark Waters, and with me is uh, one of my co hosts, Adam. Hello, everybody. And our third co host, Steven. Do you prefer Steve <laughs> or Steven? Either one either one yeah. okay because some of your stuff is you call yourself Steve but your
1: um, online, online stuff is
0: Stephen H yeah. again Stephen H Garcia yeah. <laughs> if you miss that H you'll, you'll find you it. won't find it so um, what I thought would be good to always talk about what we're currently playing since um, you know we can move through these video games very quickly so mm-hmm. Adam
2: why don't you tell us first I just recently went back to Assassin's Creed Unity um, I Got it right when it came out, and played it for about a week, and then Grand Theft Auto 5 came out, and oh. I sort of put it aside, and now I'm going back to it um, to finish it up and uh, having
0: fun. So Grand Theft Auto, I don't want to say it was a better game, but it grabbed your attention a lot more.
2: We can say it's a better game. That's, that's, <laughs> definitely, that's definitely a truth. Why do you think it's a better game? It's just more smooth. Everything about it, it, uh, it was all put together so perfectly Assassin's Creed is a fun game. Uh, it's, not quite, it's not quite as good as some of the past entries in the Assassin's Creed series. Uh, and there are some glitches still, some problems, but overall, I'm still enjoying it. I think it's a fun game. It got sort of a bad rap when it came out, but it's it still worth playing, in my opinion. But I'm an Assassin's Creed fan. As am I. That's yeah. how you got me back into
1: gaming. It's your fault. Which one's the one that has like the, it's like a Chinese girl assassin?
2: That's ah, that's the that's one that's going to be a, on PS Vita, right? Well, there was an episode I think part of the season pass. I don't even know if it's come out yet. I haven't really gone into the the season pass yet for Unity, but I think there's an like a it's actually a 2D side scroller. Oh nice. Episode is part of the downloadable content for Unity. That's cool. I saw that um the cosplayer, Yaya Han,
1: mm-hmm. she made that whole elephant and she looks amazing. Awesome. Already? Yeah, she
2: looks great. How
1: do people do this so fast? I don't know. Well, she makes outfits in like three days. She's insane. Is she
2: one of the ones that's on that show? The, the Cosplayers of the Universe or whatever it's yeah, called? Yeah,
1: the he- Heroes of Cosplay. Oh, it's, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, She's like
2: the main cosplay goddess or some shit. She's <laughs> the one that like does all the judging and that
1: kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. she's very judgy. Now, what, is, <laughs> what show judgy. is this on? What channel? Um, is sci-fi? Oh, yeah. Sci-fi? Yeah. Heroes okay. of Cosplay. It's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> well, the
0: design that I've seen for this Chinese um, Assassin's Creed looked really great, so I'm looking forward to buying the DLC when I borrow the game from you. <laughs> <But> <laughs> once I've, you get your once PS4. Once get a PS4, correct. And so what are you currently playing? Uh, Resident Evil Remastered
2: HD
1: remake. Uh, oh, blah, yes. Blah, blah. <laughs> I, wanted to t- I
0: wanted to talk to you about that. Because I was watching some of you know my favorite player, the Rad Brad, I don't want to drop names too often but <laughs> Oh that guy. Uh, oh yeah Oh that guy. Um I was watching some of the gameplay. Now I've never played Resident Evil. I haven't played any of any of the incarnations of them. Even though I know what it's about. I've seen the movies, you know, mm-hmm. clearly so I know it's you know great fighters versus zombies or
1: whatever. Yeah. It it plays exactly how it was originally mm-hmm. released. So it has like limited camera angles. Right. Um but and... I
2: heard I heard that they changed like there's an option to play as the original like tank controls or there's like a new like sort of a modern control scheme that you can switch to.
1: Oh I haven't found that <laughs> <laughs> well my uh, my problem with it since I haven't played it wasn't the uh the
0: gameplay so much as sort of like the design.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um it is a big house or whatever she's playing in and there it just seems to it just kept, made me go where where are they exactly? Like, is that a part of the story?
1: Yeah, it's a crazy giant mansion.
0: Even it's even bigger than a mansion.
1: Yeah, I mean it's like a bad guy's it's hideout or not, something. It's not that big when you when you look at the actual floor. It's only two floors.
2: <laughs> Is it like Luigi's Mansion? <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Just bloodier. Lots of ghosts. <laughs> Just bloodier. Booze. Right. There's lots of booze in here somewhere. Well, and the other,
0: um, the other problem that I had with it was the, the constant opening and closing of the doors. Like, every time you go into a new room, it looks like it's got... You have to... It, it opens up this door to go into the new yeah. section. And that, to me, really
1: inhibited fun... Gameplay, or I should say, fun viewing, since I was just watching it. <laughs> back in, back in the day, that was like their loading screen, right? Um, so, but they kept that for some reason, and still just as long, just waiting through getting through the door, right? So that to me that plays well into nostalgia, mm-hmm. but it also
0: like for people like me who who would think about picking up the game. Who had never played it before? I don't have a sense of nostalgia about the game, and to me, that really hinders the gameplay.
1: Yeah, I don't think like if you didn't play the original, you probably wouldn't want to play this one. But if you played the original, it's kind of cool because everything's really pretty, mm. uh, and even the the limited camera angles, those will fuck with you because you'll <laughs> you'll go around the corner and bam, just zombie right there, and you're like, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I totally jumped the other day, and I was like, oh, wow, that game still got me. <laughs> well, I, I also read that there are
0: changes in the game for people that had played it so often that it was memorized. You know, that zombies
1: will come back to life that previously had stayed dead. Yeah, oh, those are called uh, the Crimson, and you'll kill a zombie, but the body won't go away. And the only way to, like, get rid of it for good is you have to, like douse it with kerosene and then light it on fire. Oh. <laughs> uh, you know, and but they we... don't come back to life
2: while they're like <laughs> on fire.
1: <laughs> no, but like if you don't do that and you wait too long when you're about to do the fiery thing, they'll come at you and they run and they have claws. Now, was this a component of the original game? I don't even remember it was such a long time ago. <laughs> but I know that this was a remake of the remake from GameCube. Oh. <laughs> so it's like a oh. remake remake.
2: Okay, so the original one was on PS1.
1: Yeah, and then they remade it for GameCube which was the prettier one and then they just remastered that version of that mm. yeah. i think i'd rather continue watching somebody else play it. Okay. <laughs> I, don't know. I like the puzzles it's, the puzzles uh, i don't remember them being so hard because i was i had like the parts to do some puzzles and they realized you have to like look at each piece and turn them around and open some things like... yes that's the thing i thought was so cool about it, is you could examine objects yeah. that you have
0: that then becomes something else. Yeah, and you know? for a while,
1: like I couldn't get past a certain area, and I was like, "Oh, I had the key the whole time." <laughs> oh, I, that's the part I just watched <laughs> today. Okay, no spoilers. Um, so, who is the who is the protagonist of the the game? Jill Valentine. Jill Valentine and Chris Redfield. And um, when you play the game, you'll get like their outfits with the original ones, and then you can also select a newer version of them. Like, with Chris, you could play, like, old Chris or new hot Chris. <laughs> oh, So does anyone Chris. not play
2: his new hot Chris?
1: <laughs> I don't know why you wouldn't, like, it's, like, a big difference. <laughs> in his outfits or in his body type or Bo- what makes him like hot? Like, his body type. Um, he's way more muscular. He's more muscular? Sex, he's way sexier.
0: What is his old, if his new body type is more muscular, what? what was his old body type? He just
1: looked like it was him in his 20s or something. Oh, <laughs> so it was like... It
0: was Twink Chris. Yeah. And see, then... I might want to play. I might want to interact with Twin Chris. <laughs> I well, guess when it... you see new sexy Chris, you are like, mm,
1: mm, mine. Pretty sexy to those arms.
0: <laughs> so the game that I um, am back to, not back to playing. I couldn't wait to break open BioShock Two. Yes, again, I am behind in all my gaming. <laughs> I bio, I can't wait to get to BioShock Infinity. Did you finish BioShock One? I never played it. Oh, I didn't see it as being very
1: um, important. Oh, I heard the part one was the one that was the better one.
2: Then Bioshock 2? Yeah. Mm. Is that true? I, I don't know. I played the, I played about half of the first one, and I played about half of Infinite. And you didn't play Bioshock 2? One. I never played Bioshock 2.
0: Oh, well, maybe, maybe I can return the favor to you this time and let you borrow <laughs> it from me. Sounds it's good. It's fun because I like the... the it, you know, it, everything looks like it's set in the 50s mm-hmm. um, with sort of that 50s optimism. Yep. in a utopia gone wrong but it's all underwater which is awesome <laughs> you know and there are parts of it that are sort of set in a theme park you know where you get backstory and stuff like that and i'm enjoying the gameplay it's
2: i i don't know it's difficult for me <laughs> <laughs> i spent all morning just on one particular section yeah i i just tend to get bored with first person shooters even though this one has you do get your powers and stuff but don't don't doesn't your like mana or whatever the version of mana is like, Adam. Doesn't called it Adam? Oh, that's right. Yeah, it is called Adam.
0: Yes, both the well, okay. So you're a big daddy. So you're like a guy that's in like one of those underwater diver suits, the old-fashioned kind. Oh, you big,
2: you play as a big you daddy? play as a big daddy.
0: Oh. And so you when you're that. going around, you pick up little little sisters, uh-huh. and. You collect, they collect the atom for you. You have to find specific oh. corpses and they have these really long needles that they collect this stuff called Adam. I don't know why they pick these names, but the, the power, there, you have another type of, um, energy use that you can shoot out or the way you can use various powers and that's called Eve. So it's Adam and Eve and they have they've got some kind of tie in there, but I don't, you know, I just sort of look past it and just do what I can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so when your little sister has collected enough atom, you take her to a um, a unit where you can either kill her and remove a part of her organ and absorb all of the atom that she's collected, or you can set her free into these vents and get, you still get some atom, but you get less than you could have if you had just killed her. And so I just set my first one, I didn't set her free, I killed her.
1: Did you really kill her? I did. <laughs>
0: Well, because I didn't know what I could get. You
1: want
2: to play as the evil one. No,
0: no, no. I just knew that there were things that I needed, and not knowing how much I was going to need, I didn't want to deprive myself. Well,
2: usually those <laughs> games... Well, I know in the first one, you had sort of the same option. You didn't play as a big daddy. You played as just like a normal guy. But the the little sisters, you sort of got the same thing where when you encountered them, you could either like let them live or let them you know, kill them or whatever, and it was sort of the same thing like you would get less Adam if you let them live but then I think at the end you got some other sort of reward that sort of made it worth it so it was sort of like delayed satisfaction uh, yeah and then they would just randomly drop you a special item every often. Oh, oh cool I guess I didn't play it enough to get that far
0: I can never deal with less Adam and I'm sure our <laughs> listeners feel the same way everyone wants more Adam <laughs> more Adam <laughs> Adam them all over us. <laughs> and there's our tag. Yeah. All right. So uh, we talked about Resident Evil, and we're recording this the day before the Super Bowl. And so rather than record on Sundays, which is the day that we pick to regularly record our podcast, we're doing it a day ahead uh, because the the best thing about Super Bowl for us is to go someplace and watch the game. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) And drink. (laughs) A lot. A lot. A lot. A lot. A lot. And um, I even was asking people, like, well, who should I root for? And they would go, like, well, who's playing? (laughs) Like, they're quizzing me. And I confess, I only knew about the the technically, the uh, air quotes here, the cheating patriots because the deflate gate. Well, the Seahawks
2: are playing. I knew about that one. I didn't know that the Patriots were playing. Oh, so, between well, the two of us, yeah, we know we, what teams are dang, playing. good. All
0: right. So, between the, th- the three of us, maybe we'll have played some of these games. So, <laughs> I found...
1: <laughs> I, I was told to root for blue-green.
0: Blue, blue. That's green Seattle, yellow. right? I have no idea. Oh, my God. That's, I mean, the Seahawks. We know where they're from, right? Oh! Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Scream! <laughs> so... I found a list of the top 10 sports games of all time. Now, I got this list from AskMen, which is kind of a cool
2: website. And we can post the link on our
0: website, GameOnPodcast.com. And you can also find us on Facebook. So here are the top 10 sports games of all time. Stop me when you have heard of these games. (laughs) So the number 10 game, according to AskMen.com, is Madden NFL 2000. Which is obviously a football game. Next. Yeah, that's the one, that's the one with the long ball, yep. right? Yeah, the oblong shape, right? One. The one that's shaped like Stewie's head. <laughs> um, and the, when I was reading the description of this, because I will confess, I we after this list, we'll talk about the sports games that we actually have played. That's true because.
2: Um. This list, I have very little (laughs) crossover with. Right.
0: So the, the one thing about this game that I thought was interesting is that it introduced an owner mode where you could actually take control of a franchise. And I thought that even if you weren't into sports, there's people that are fans of um, like games like Civilization,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, where you can run a business. Or isn't even there, there's one about roller coasters that you roller can... coaster Tycoon. Yeah, that yeah. one I have played. Does that well, count as a sports game? <laughs> it could, I suppose. <laughs> but I thought that an owner mode where you actually do the business side. But you know what? Maybe you have to know about stats and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, I think that's sort of... The...
2: So maybe so that's like, like trade pre- trade players and do all like I think you still have to play this, the games though. Is it like Shark Tank buffer football?
1: <laughs> <laughs> God. Uh, oh, I was thinking that maybe this was the
0: precursor to fantasy football.
1: I you, know, don't know. You,
0: you know, where you, oh, you know, what the hell do we know? None of us have played it. Yeah. Number
1: We're Just talking our right, assholes. Number
0: 9 <laughs> We're just talking at oh. our assholes. <laughs> Visualize it. <laughs>
1: Visualize it. <laughs> uh,
0: number nine on the list was a game called SSX 3. So there were two previous ones. And it was on EA Sports. Uh, and it's about snowboarding.
2: Yeah. That one is, I think some of the SSX games have uh, appeared like in arcades. Where they actually have like a board that you stand on and do right, you actually sort of do them. Like
0: you could play it at David Buster's or something. Exactly. Yeah,
2: yeah. So I've played some of those at like the arcades, and I've I think I played like maybe SSX Tricky, uh, but very little. Maybe you know at somebody else's house or something. But uh. did you get tricky with it? I was so tricky. Uh, number 8 on the list is the NBA
0: Street Volume 2, uh, in which there were two versions of Michael Jordan that you could play.
2: What were the two versions? Didn't Did say. Did it say? No. It baseball? just said there were two The looks. baseball outfit?
1: No, I, no, I doubt it. Remember when he played oh. baseball for a hot minute? Yeah. yeah. Or is it like young, cool Michael Jordan and then Hanes Michael Jordan? <laughs> Nike. Michael Nike Michael Jordan. You could change sponsors. Yeah. <laughs> Mid-game.
0: Uh, the, uh, uh, title number seven was Tiger Woods PGA Tour
1: 2003. Okay,
2: that one I actually have played. Like the South Park one? The Tiger Woods.
1: Where he, like, like has to run from his girlfriend because she's trying to kill him. (laughs) (laughs) Well, funny you should mention that. This actually, so, um, on our Facebook page we posted
0: a thing about what video game title sounds like your sex life right now. And so that (laughs) just got me interested, like, what sexy titles are there out there for video games? Sx sex tricky. Yeah, right. No, not <laughs> that one. But Tiger Woods did come up as as a sex because oh, oh of all the sex oh that he's God. had. So you've actually played the Tiger Woods game. Yeah,
2: I don't know if it was the two thousand three. This was another game series that I think sort of came out every year, like a Madden. But I had an ex who was very into. Um, into the golfing, so he had this game. I think it was on GameCube. Mm. So I played a little bit with him. It's very, it was very cool because you mean he, you played the game with him. You didn't just play with him. A uh, little, little, little <laughs> bit of both. Uh, wink, wink. Yeah. <laughs> nudge, nudge. Um, but the, the cool thing about it, and this is that you know the the golf courses that you play are actual golf courses from real life. That you know, you, so you can play like Daytona or you know all you know all these different ones. So that to me was kind of cool. Uh, I had fun playing playing it. Uh, the analog stick is sort of like your swing, which makes sense, but other than that, I didn't really play it too much. Would you rather play the real sport? Actually, I kind of like playing golf in real life,
0: yeah hmm.
2: With, or the Mario version of it. Mario golf, yeah, right. <laughs> Well, we'll get to that. That's true. <laughs> That's not on the
0: list, but I do want to talk There's about. There's
2: like Mario versions of all of these right. games, right? Uh, the number six title was World
0: Soccer Winning Eleven Seven International, a very long title that, and it's they should have just called the game Soccer. <laughs> Does it think it's like a Street Fighter game? I, who knows? <laughs> it sounds like a Japanese title. You know when they put together really long string of words that don't always. Oh, make a Super Fun. <laughs> Uh, number five was, uh, MLB 09, the show, obviously a baseball game, MLB, you know, baseball. Uh, number four was NFL 2K1, which was for Sega Dreamcast. And after Aww. all this time, I know oh, the Dreamcast after all this time, it still ranks number four. Um, and number three on their list is NHL 94. Wow. 94. It was a cult class. It's a it's a cult classic now, but it was for uh, 16 bit, <laughs> and they stay- This list said it's still sort of unparalleled for its smooth gameplay. <laughs> what? <laughs> there must not be a lot of hockey games out there. Uh, number two on the list was Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, which it is interesting to me that a skater game made it on a list of sports games, because you don't re- aside from the Olympics, you don't really make points, right? I mean, it's not a
2: competition. Well, I think you do, depending on how you do the tricks. Oh. So that's sort of the thing. Like, you have a... a It's tricky? ...course. Yeah. And then, you know, like, and then when you, you know, get, you know, get up into doing some air, then, like, you have all these different, like, uh, button codes in order to do, like, a certain trick or a different trick or whatever. An ollie? Yeah. It's like gymnastics
1: (laughs) in the Olympics, how they get, like, ranked. Oh, right.
0: Yeah. Oh, so you're multiple.
2: It's not like two teams together. You're just competing against... Everyone else. Yeah, and you can totally like wipe out and everything and then get no points or,
1: you know, they're like, boo, you suck. (laughs) (laughs) And the
0: number one game was Punch Out, which is an old, old boxing (laughs) game that featured Mike Tyson. The original. (laughs) Yes. And that, you know, I mean, that really, at the time, it really boosted his, uh, you know, profile to a certain extent. I mean, I, I can't think of any other time before that that a famous person. Had even appeared
2: in a um, yeah. video game. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, this was probably around. I didn't. I don't think the list had a year, but I think this probably came out in like eighty-seven or eighty-eight. Oh yeah. So definitely at that time there wasn't a lot of like celebrity sponsored game franchises. <laughs> right. Who knew? It, it was the first time
1: I ever experienced nerd rage. <laughs> yes, that's true. What do you mean? <laughs> like playing it, I'm like motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> was he the was he the one at the
0: end that you had to I beat? I think he was the final boss.
2: Right? Mike Mike Tyson was the final boss. You played as little Mac um and then you went through this uh list this rank of offensively <laughs> international stereotypes <laughs> boxers and but I think the the one character that sort of came out of it that was sort of well known was King Hippo. Oh, yeah. Who, who was a character on the Captain N uh, cartoon. Oh <laughs> right. Oh, I love that cartoon. <laughs> and the one thing you might remember about King Hippo is that his nipples look like toilet plungers. They're so big.
0: <laughs> who else was on Mega Man was on that? Mega right?
2: Man. Uh, was
0: Pac-Man on it? It was
1: all Sega characters, right? No, it, was, it, was,
2: it wasn't all Nintendo characters. Oh, Nintendo. All yeah. the characters were on Nintendo games. Oh, okay. So Simon, Captain,
1: Simon Belmont?
2: Yep. From Castlevania. Mm-hmm there was metroid
1: or samus samus no Sam- it was, i don't
2: think samus it wasn't samus i don't think there was well, a girl mother but mother Brady brain was, was like the guy. big yeah. the big bad oh yes that's right
0: well we didn't know that samus was a woman
2: yeah. yet right and then Kid Icarus, Kid, Kid Icarus, and then eggplant wizard from Kid Icarus was one of the like <laughs> so so mother brain's two like henchmen were king hippo and eggplant wizard
1: <laughs> wow how do you remember that <laughs> And then
0: Because we don't have that much else to remember.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and there was like some sort of princess, but I don't remember if some, you know, there was a female character, but I don't remember if she was an actual game character. I didn't Uh, recognize her from anything.
0: Well, I'm sure that some of our listeners will have something to say about this. You can comment about anything we talk about on the show on our Facebook page. We would love to interact with you there. And Twitter. And Twitter and Instagram, all of which you can find. You're still working that one out? Yeah. Oh, you can say that out loud. Yeah, I was like not, <laughs> not yet on Instagram. Yeah. Oh, not soon, yet. On very soon. But you can find Stephen H. Garcia on Instagram. Yes, yes, and you can. Yes, <laughs> yes, you can. So I thought, with the talking about this list of sports games, can you think of any other games that you know in, akin to the Mike Tyson Punch Out? That aside from yes. sports stars, were there other famous people that were involved in video
1: games that? you know, that showed up? I have a fun little one. Okay. So, there's, uh, a while ago, NBA Jam had Mortal Kombat characters, but in, like, the intro screen, there's, like, a bunch of little cheerleaders. Uh-huh. And one of the cheerleaders is Sonya Blake from the Mortal Kombat movie.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's awesome. Do you do a fatality in NBA Jam? Oh, I think you can. Oh, God, <laughs> that, that would be so awesome. Great. Like, I remember they, they had giant Mortal Kombat heads on their little player bodies <laughs> could you use one of the heads as a basketball that would be cool i don't remember it was such a long time ago well, it was i like...
2: i used to play nba jam and i remember when you would like you would be like on fire or something and like the ball would like be on fire and there was like a rainbow trail or something yeah. it was kind of gay oh, but It pretty was pretty gay and then when like you actually
1: made the shot like the things exploded yeah. or <laughs> <laughs> like this, this is an intense basketball game well when i was thinking about um whether or not
0: I had actually played any sports games, looking over the list, I mean, would duck hunt be considered a sports game? Sure. I mean, hunting yeah, is a sport.
2: Not? Yeah, all those big game hunter games. I mean, there's lots of them. Yeah,
0: I suppose that would count. Um, there's the whole slew of Wii Sports. Yeah, you know, I've played a lot of those.
1: Yep, <laughs> those are the only sports games I played. I think. Yeah,
2: <laughs> including the Mario version of every single sport. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it seems like most of this list is on
0: there because they are fun and close to the actual gameplay, aside yeah, from true. Mike Tyson's Punch-Out!
1: <laughs> so is is racing games, like, not a
0: sport? I don't know. Or maybe that, maybe thing? this person that
2: wrote con- the list didn't play any racing games? I would consider racing games a sport. Uh, and Gran Turismo, I, and, well, I think Forza 2 uh, are also sort of pretty close to... The cool thing about the games is they're really close to the physics that you get while driving. Mm -hmm. You know, depending on like what kind of tires you have and what kind of engine you have. I mean, it's all the development that goes into that must be kind of crazy.
0: Don't you think that a driving game would be more fun if it's like the you know the old school box where you actually go into an arcade to play? Like with yes, you you would think that they could now have a system where you could be completely enveloped by you know windows on both sides of you where it really does feel like you're you're racing, you know, and the mechanics and the graphics of it could, you know, I guess that's more akin to virtual reality. Maybe yeah, we're not yeah. at that point yet. Well, Microsoft just announced their holo glasses. They're still going to pursue glasses after Google gave up, huh? Well, they're a little bit different than the Google glasses. They're... They'll only turn you into a jerk and not an asshole?
2: Well, it's, <laughs> so, it's apparently like 3D holo things like in your world so like you can actually have like a 3d fake item like sitting on a table but that's like a real table oh that's so so basically the cameras and the glasses sort of like see what your space around you looks like and then put. kill so it's more you know it's very it's sort of you know like the minority part where you have like all these things that you can interact with like in your normal environment so like all tony or tony starks hologram stuff. Exactly, yes. <laughs> That's kind of cool. Yeah. So they they obviously don't look as sleek as the Google Glasses. They're more hardware-y, more <laughs> virtual reality glasses-like. So I don't think anyone would actually want to just wear them around anyway, <laughs> but I suppose some people might. Interesting. Did you
0: ever see anybody that was wearing Google Glass?
2: No, I heard that they kind of were banned a lot of places because you could record and take pictures of people without them knowing It was sort of like oh that's very creepy. violating some
1: privacy laws right the, the NSA
2: they probably used them to like uh, record movies in the theater oh true yeah wow. I think movie theaters and like some restaurants I thought sort of mm-hmm. banned them
0: restaurants for the same I reason I guess for the well, same I mean, reason as movie theaters I think just
2: for privacy concerns for their for their their patrons. Yeah. You know.
0: huh. Look at that guy eat. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't wash his hands coming oh. out of the bathroom, and I have proof.
2: Been... <laughs> <laughs> and is
0: happening. Uh, <laughs> ah. So they're good for private investigators. They're not great. <laughs>
2: um, I wanted to talk about if you guys remember back in the '80s with the Nintendo, they had the Power Pad. Oh. <laughs> so that was something that was used a lot. I think the. What was game the power pad? Out,
0: I can't think of what that.
2: It was like a big plastic thing that you put on your. It, was, it almost sort of looked like a twister board, kind of. Like a twister thing. It was huge. <laughs> yeah, it was big, but it had, like, you know, buttons. And so, like, I think the game it sort of came with was, like, track and field or something like that. It was only, like, three games that... Yeah, there was only a, a couple of games. Great investment. But right. then you would have, you know, you would have to, like, run on the thing and, like, your character would run, like, as your feet hit the, like, but So it's basically like a controller on the floor that you use with your feet. Oh. But then people would always cheat and then just, like, lay down and, like... Oh, yeah, so with use, their hands, use their hands rather than <laughs> their feet. well.
1: Was that before or after the power glove?
2: Oh, I don't know. I think that might have been before.
1: The power glove seemed kind of like a cool idea for a, <laughs> for a cool minute. Another great invention. Yeah. great investment of, of money of parents everywhere. Yeah, God, that <laughs> reminds
2: me of the Wiz that movie. Oh my God, with uh, Dina Ross. No, no, not that one. The the wizard was it called the wizard? I think the wizard. it's the wizard. The wizard. Oh, it was a the... Nintendo theme game with Fred oh, Savage. Oh yeah, with
0: Fred Savage, right? Where he has to travel across country to get to a competition.
2: Yes, and they, his like little brother's like this savant at video games, and so they like take his little brother to the competition. And I remember, they had to like call the hotlines to get like cheats for Ninja Ninja Gaiden. And <laughs> they go to this guy's house, and he like unveils the Power Glove in this box, and it's like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Good times. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen that movie. You don't need to.
0: I've always been too old for all of these just when they're they're that popular, you know. i mm-hmm. I'm out of it by the t- Garbage Pail Kids, great yeah. example. Oh yeah, I loved the Garbage Pail Kids cards when they first came out, thank you. <laughs> but by the time they actually got around to making a movie,
2: I was already too old. There was a movie?
0: Yes. yes. That I am unfamiliar with. It's apparently horrible. It has Mackenzie Austin, who's um, Sean Astin's... Um, not Austin, Astin. He's Sean Astin's brother.
2: Interesting. He, the son of... So does he Does he play one of the kids? One of the he's Garbage Pail Kids? No,
0: he's the only human in the game. Or in the movie. The so, are <laughs> What podcast are they, is this? Are they like puppets or yes, puppets or something? Yes, they're awful, awful. They're vomiting. Apparently there's vomit. They're, it's always on like... Top 10 list of the worst movies ever made. I might be streaming on Netflix, actually. Weren't those
2: basically sort of like a spoof of Cabbage Patch Kids? Yes.
0: Yeah. So the, the cards were stickers. You know, the fun part was that they always had, you know, had they made fun of real names. Um, like they had one that was like DD, DDT, and it was like, a <laughs> The body of a black widow, but the head of a Cabbage Patch Kid, you know, know, Uh twisted stuff like that. Snotty Steve, and he had like, like he had blown his nose and it was all over his hands. You know, goo. me right now. (laughs) Goo all over his, you're Snotty Steve right now. Yes. Say I'm Batman. I'm Batman. (laughs) Well, you're clearer than Christian Bale. (laughs) Excellent. (laughs) So I had a question for you, Steve. It's part of your, uh, what you said last time was was fun for you, but it also ties into uh, sports games, is you love fighting games. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fighting games like we, we, Injustice is what we talked about yeah, and Mortal Kombat. And, could that not be seen as a sports game? I think
1: it is. <laughs> yeah?
0: <laughs> Do you like to play... Um, when when you play these fighting games, do you play it as a way to play with other people, or do you like it even if you're playing it just by yourself?
1: Uh, either or for me. Uh, I could spend hours and hours just playing by myself. <laughs> D- Be- beating, <laughs> beating up computer uh, characters? Yeah. Don't yeah. you get,
2: like, red calloused thumb? Uh, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he gets it's because it's covered with callus. already. Right.
1: Back in my youth.
2: <laughs> he gets the tip cut off now. <laughs> Just, but the tip. just the tip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what I what I find difficult about fighting games is, and the new generation with the analog sticks and the directional pad. If you use the directional pad, it seems like you can get more accurate combos because uh, you know you can hit the actual you know left or right or down. it's yeah. it's, it's easier to be precise, but then <laughs> it hurts my thumb. But when you do it with the the analog stick. It's easier on on your your thumb, but I, it's really sloppy to like get an accurate combo.
1: Yeah, I can never do it with the, the little joystick thing.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: now you said joystick, and you said analog stick. Th-
0: I th- know th- it's th- the same thing, th- but it's kind of weird to hear you know coming from a digital world to hear something like analog still being used. Yeah. Do they still <laughs> call it that? I think yeah. they do, don't they? Yeah, they do. I wonder why. Like, why not just call it the joystick? I mean, we well, all know Well the-
1: On um, PlayStation, there's two of them.
0: Yeah, there's the left and the right. Yeah.
2: Maybe, so maybe Joystick le- is le- like copyrighted. Oh. <laughs> maybe we should look that up. Oh. I, don't, ne- I don't think it is. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Next on the Game On Podcast. Dude.
2: Gaming copyrights. Ooh. Ooh.
1: Boy, that sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the big thing in fighting games is like, some people have like the arcade-style fighting sticks. So it's like the oh, old school yeah, like uh-huh. joystick with the buttons laid out, like, oh, like an arcade. Mm-hmm. Um those gave me carpal tunnels. Oh, so right. I never used them.
0: <laughs> did you guys oh, 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 what was the Ralph Bashki? um I think he did the animation. It's not Space Ace, but it was the other um the other animated game that was the night. Do you remember the game Dragon's Lair? Nope. Okay. That when you were talking about old school, I don't know why this just came up, because it wasn't the way the game was set up was very odd. Um, it was animated by Don Bluth, who did, like, All Dogs Land, Go to Heaven. Yeah, um. Land Before Time. Yes. Oh. he had... A, right, so he made two games. One of them was Space Ace, and the other one was called Dragon's Lair. And they, they eventually made a... I think they made a cartoon out of Dragon's
2: Was Dragon's it, Lair. like, cartoony for kids?
0: Yes. Yes. But you're... There were lots of ways to die. Somebody recently found like a laser disc that they would pl- use with the game. And so they posted everything on YouTube, including all the different ways to die. It was a <laughs> lot of fun to watch. <laughs> nice. But if you, you had to be quick because it would show you, which you didn't actually control the, what was going on on the screen. You could just control what was coming up next by moving the joystick. So if you had a choice between two doors, for instance, one of them would all of a sudden start blinking. And you would have to push the joystick left, and that would cue the disc to show the next scene of him going to the left. Technology. It was a very sexualized (laughs) game, actually, towards the end, especially the princess. She's in a glass container, and she's just cooing at you. Ooh, you know, come save me. This was Don Bluth? Yeah. Wow. It was his... He had a production company called... um, It was called Cinematronics and Advanced Microcomputer Systems. (laughs) It's awfully long.
2: Um, well, he originally worked for Disney, I thought, and then he broke off on his own and did all of his own all, uh, fairly subpar <laughs> American- animated films. No,
0: American Tale is a great cartoon.
2: American Tale is good, yes, and Wait, no Captain America song been. will be in my head now for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> but Land Before Time, which I owned on VHS, was good, but now, like, it's one of, that's I think those movies are the ones where you go back now and watch them, and you're like, why did I like this at the time? But there might be a nostalgia factor. Yes. But, you know, all those dinosaurs lived, like, millions of years apart, and they were all basically on, like, one, like, dinosaur team.
0: <laughs> well, who, who wants? when you're talking kids, you know, who's going to go back and do that kind of research? Oh,
2: my God, I read Ranger Rick, and I knew it even then. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ranger Rick? <laughs> I only read highlights for children, Aww. so thanks to, thanks to Goofus and Gallant, I knew how to behave like a true gentleman. Oh,
2: good. And you could spot the difference between two pictures. Yes. Well,
0: that, was a different, that was a totally different feature. <laughs> All right. So, we are at that point in the show now where we can talk about how we leveled up this month. How did you level up?
2: Well, what leveled me up this month is that I renewed my subscription to Marvel Unlimited. And this is our segment where we talk about non-gaming news, We can talk about anything. Well, we can talk about gaming. But my non-gaming thing that made me level up is that I renewed my subscription to Marvel Unlimited now that I have a a tablet. And it's awesome because... What is
0: is Marvel Unlimited? Marvel
2: Unlimited is Marvel Comics, um, basically like Netflix, where you pay a certain fee... For the year, and then you have access to this whole online library of comics. I had gotten the subscription a couple years ago. Didn't have a tablet. Tried to do it online. Uh, it, it just it didn't really it didn't it wasn't worth it. There the library had a lot of holes in it. Uh, it was just hard to read in a browser. But now that I have it on, on my tablet, a couple years later, their libraries have been filled out more. It's so easy to read on the tablet, and I'm. Getting to go back and read these sections of X-Men, which was my, like, main comic that I missed from not having any back issues available before. So all these, like, early 90s (laughs) X-Men stories that I never read, which admittedly are not all the best, but at least (laughs) I'm, like, now... Completing my my chronological knowledge of X Men history. Oh, nice! Was
0: that when they were in Australia in the outback?
2: No, uh, that was actually like late '80s. So I read all that because the Australia uh, saga is all captured in the Essential volumes. But now um, it's basically everything after that once they went to the Siege Perilous. And then, yes. And then everything, uh, you know, once they had the new X Men series starting with X Men number one, and when Jim Lee came on and uh, and uh, John Romita Jr. and the, the, so all of that era of X Men, I I never read because I sort of hopped on when I was you know a teenager in like the, the late '90s. Mm. Isn't like the
1: the Jim Lee one, X Men number one, like the highest grossing X Men comic ever? Yeah, I actually, think yeah, because it num- had like four fucking covers. I think there were
2: <laughs> there were at least four. I think there might have been six to eight covers. Nice. Wow! But it is, I think, to this day is the num- highest selling comic book of all time. That's... Maybe outsold by Death of Superman, but it, not by much. Yeah, they're close.
0: Oh, the tricks of the '90s. Now, <laughs> right? now I just wish they would just write decent stories. Oh, the pouches. <laughs> says, the old, <laughs> says the old man.
2: The guns and the pouches. But
0: you have access to. How, what's the monthly fee?
2: It's not a monthly fee. It's an annual fee, and I think it was less than fifty. Hmm. And uh, their current series, they 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 have pretty much current comics up to about six months ago. So, mm. I and I haven't read anything consistently in uh for since the past 3 years probably so i'm really excited that now i can kind of get caught up both on this whole from the 90s and then also on the last couple of years as well. Mm, that's is the Avengers versus X-Men thing on there yet? You know, i think it is.
1: All right, the Phoenix Five is you know, super I'm not sexy. Sure. <laughs> the who Phoenix Five? Oh, yeah. What's that? It's like the five people get Phoenix's power. Yeah. Uh, it's Cyclops, Emma Frost, Colossus, Magic, and.
2: Well, okay, we have to talk about this fact. Four, if you take the, na- the first names. Oh, Namor. If you take the first names of all of the Phoenix Five, it spells penis. What? <laughs> you have Peter, right. Colossus. Oh. You have Emma Frost. <laughs> you have Namor. Right? right. You have Ileana Rasputin, Magic. Right. And then you have Scott Summers, Cyclops. Penis. Penis. <laughs> the penis, Phoenix Five. Penis phoenix. (laughs) That's awesome.
0: (laughs) My flaming phoenix penis. (laughs) Phoenix rising. Yikes. (laughs) Flame on. And uh, what is making you
1: level up this time? Uh, Well, I just discovered Copic markers. Uh, They're like an oil-based marker that you can actually blend to kind of gradients with them. So Hmm. on top of... uh, tried to improve my inking, I started getting these markers and now I'm doing, like, full-on colored renderings on papers to just, you know, just sell at conventions and stuff. Because yeah. um, people like to buy, like, original artwork sure. prints. Yeah. Uh, but I can never get the colors the way I could do them on Photoshop, but these markers are pretty close to what I do on, on Photoshop. You say they're oil-based. They're, they're uh, alcohol-based. Oh, oh, great. Wow. Yeah. So does
2: that dry faster?
1: Uh, they... It, it, dries pretty fast, but when another color is met with it, you uh-huh. could start to blend them.
2: Oh, that's cool.
1: Like it reactivates and they're like, okay, that's pretty. Oh, oh cool. <laughs> awesome. An alcohol-based pen. I could use one of those at yeah. work. I know. <laughs> Dual. Vodka pen. Right. But each each one's like six or seven dollars. So wow. So I, I buy like two at a time and slowly build a collection. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> I'm still a starving artist, so it might take a while to get, like, all the colors. <laughs> is there, like, if you shake the pen, do you hear liquid in there? Or um, or is it sort of still, like, a felt applicator? I'm not sure how. It, well, there's two tips. Like, one's, like, a regular marker tip, and another one's, like, a like, chiseled one. Like Double Dick Dude. Yeah. Oh, that. I want to read that book. And so, oh. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear about this guy? No. He has two penises. Oh, like Nightcrawler?
0: Nightcrawler,
1: Nightcrawler has, has two, has two penises? penises? Yeah. That's one of, like, the secret X-Men... Secrets. I did not I
2: find that out in my Marvel limited subscription.
1: And they're not counting the tale. Uh-uh. Uh, this came up like, you know when they did the X-Men 2 uh, movie? And yeah. they did like a prequel to X-Men 2 in comic book form? Uh, the creator of that was saying like, oh, one of Nightcrawlers secrets secret. The crea- not Brian Singer. No, like the oh, guy, like, like, well, the guy the that wrote the, the that, comic or whatever.
0: That he has two penises?
1: Yeah. That's ridiculous.
0: <laughs> Dick.
1: <laughs> so, does that mean
2: Amanda Sefton has two vaginas? Maybe. <laughs> Who's she? Or she has Stubble Dick all the time? She's like <laughs> a, a gypsy m- magician, uh, maybe at one point fairy. I don't know. Is this is stri- all like Excalibur stuff that uh, I don't really was know. He, that much.
0: Was Nightcrawler stooping her?
2: Yeah, they were together.
0: Oh. Stooping is a They were like
2: childhood <laughs> friends. <laughs> they were childhood friends and then like were both on Excalibur together. Oh. Mm. So now she has Stubble Dick. I guess. Fuck. Uh, but yeah, there's a real life dude that has this. Yes. And they both function. It's di- Diphalia or oh. something. And he's bisexual. Yes. Isn't it like... like and he's in a relationship he- with a couple, apparently. And he's he's he pretty was. good looking, too. Well, I thought he didn't ever show his face. He has. He did? Uh-huh. I gotta have to find it. <laughs> We'll post the link later. <laughs> no, yeah, right. Actually,
1: we could post a link to the book. You can follow him on Twitter. Topic. He's got plenty of pictures.
0: Uh, so what made me level up this time was a. I went to a comedy show last night. Mm-hmm. I don't typically go to comedy shows, but a friend surprised me with uh, tickets. And we saw a woman named Tig Notaro. Uh, do you know who she yeah, is? Yeah, she's fabulous. She's fabulous. She's a cancer survivor she didn't talk about cancer as much as I thought she was going to, which was, it was both a surprise and a relief. I mean, nobody wants to hear about cancer all night. Right. (laughs) But she did, it was a funny show. She's been featured on NPR. And, um, you know, Louis C.K. is a big fan of hers Mm -hmm. because she's very honest about her comedy. But the thing I really enjoyed about her the most is that she, um, her response to the audience was both immediate like she would hear something, the way somebody was laughing or saying "I love you, Tig" or something, and make fun of the way that that person mm-hmm. had just said that. And so she was, she was very responsive. And if they were stock jokes at all, you you couldn't tell. Mm-hmm. You know, her her delivery was really great. Um, it's and so it was a wonderful show. You awesome. know, it almost it didn't feel like I was at a typical comedy show. You very know? cool. Where was it? It was at the Regency Theater in downtown L.A. Um, it was, they're, they they do not have regular seats set up. It was still, it was like a, I think they do mostly music shows there Mm -hmm. because they, they had, the whole floor was covered with, um, folding chairs that were very close together. So I was sitting with my arms crossed the entire time. (laughs) Um, and,
2: uh. Was it all lesbians in
0: the audience? Not all lesbians. There was actually a lot of straight people there. It was a
2: very mixed crowd. Yeah, she's, she's appeared on like Amy Schumer show, um. I saw her years ago in the thrilling adventure hour, which is a as a
0: as a voice.
2: Yeah she she was uh she played the chupacabra, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but she was or no some sort of like lizard monster, which I think might have been the chupacabra. But she was like in her tignotaro, like really dry. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it was totally like her as the chupacabra, and it was hysterical. That's awesome. <laughs>
0: yes. She does have a very dry, you know. It's not like. You've seen that that picture of the of the dog that's just like whenever you make a dumb joke and it's just like, you know, yeah. wide <laughs> eyes and the open mouth like, hey, I just made a joke. Those kind of comedians aren't really. That's the kind of comedy I end up doing. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I just made a joke, guys.
1: Why are you laughing? Hey,
0: she wasn't like that at all. Very very fantastic, dry delivery. Awesome. And that's all we can ask for is a fun, dry delivery. <laughs>
2: I'm leaving that one alone in the book.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, all I can say is if we're drinking tomorrow, game on. Game on.
2: Game on On is recorded in Long Beach, California. Please let us know what you think at gameonpodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, game on.